The Giants keep on winning. The Panthers upset Brady and the Bucks. The Seahawks upset the Chargers at SoFi. The Chiefs and the 49ers duel at Levi Stadium. And more. Your weekly Monday happy hour of Overreaction Monday starts now. Let's go. Welcome back to the Happy Hour Podcast and Overreaction Monday. And, you know, coming into week seven of this NFL season, looking at all the games, not a ton of good games heading into the week. I only counted maybe three games that on paper were good games, and that were maybe the Chiefs 49ers, the Colts, the Titans, and maybe the Browns and the Ravens, but Week 7, not a ton of good games out there, and we'll get into some of these games here in my Week 7 recap, but as always, we're going to start off with that Chiefs 49ers game. And the Chiefs moved to 5-2 and two as they defeat my 49ers 44-23. And just to quickly sum up this game is that the 49ers had no answer for Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, 25 of 34, 400 and 23 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception in this football game. Um, the 49ers front, they did, the 49ers did get some guys back in this game, like Nick Bosa, um, Chavarius Ward, um, Trent Williams, and um, Jimmy Ward was back, and also Talanova Ufanga played, so... Guys who they missed um, these last few weeks were back um, in this game. But the 49ers front were not able to get enough pressure on Patrick Mahomes at all in this game. Because in that second half, the defense had no answer for Mahomes and this Kansas City offense. Hey, give them credit. McCole um, Hardman, he had two touchdowns on the ground. He also had a touchdown as a receiver. He was unbelievable. And plus, the 49ers defense did not get off the field on a third and 20 by, by Kansas City and a third and 16 in that second half of this football game. So the first one... The Chiefs converted on a third and 20 on a Jerick McKinnon pass that got down close to the goal line. And then the third and 16, it was, um, trying to think, um, it was Marquez Valdez Scantley. The Chiefs converted on a deep pass on third and 16 there to, from Pat, 
Patrick Mahomes to Valdez Scantley. And that was the ball game for the Chiefs. The 49ers defense gave up the most points ever at Levi Stadium, 44. The defense was not was not great today. In the second half, in the third quarter, the Chiefs scored 14 points, 16 in the fourth. The, the, the 49ers defense, they were the number one defense coming into today's game. They had no answer for Patrick Mahomes or this Chiefs offense. Um, and quite frankly, who does have an answer for, for this Chiefs offense on a weekly basis? But, but yeah, the defense, not great today. Like, I, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo had, was fine. He was 25 of 37, 303 yards, two touchdowns, one bad interception down there close to the goal line after the 49ers recovered um, a muff punt by Kansas City. The 49ers recovered the ball in great field position, a chance to score, but Jimmy Garoppolo with a bad interception there in the end zone where the Chiefs picked him off. And also... The Chiefs' red zone offense compared to the 49ers, 21 points in the red zone for the Chiefs. The 49ers, 10. That's your, that's your ball game right there, ladies and gentlemen. But Christian McCaffrey, who the 49ers acquired Thursday night, got to Santa Clara Friday. He did make his debut he had eight carries, 38 yards on the ground. Um, also, out of the backfield, he had two receptions, 24 yards. And with th- this upcoming week, preparing for the Rams game next week, this his first full week to practice with this with this new team, I expect McCaffrey to get. A heavy load here coming up next week against the Rams before the Niners have the bye week. But it was also a big game on Nationals National Tight End Day as George Kittle had a really good game. Six receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Ray Ray McLeod had a touchdown, 65 yards, four receptions. Um, Brendan Ayuk got into the action, seven receptions, 82 yards. A bit of a quiet afternoon for Debo um, this afternoon on Sunday. Five receptions, 42 yards. But um, the 49ers defense, no answer for Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense. So... 49ers are now 3-4 and four as they get ready for the Los Angeles Rams um, next Sunday down in SoFi Stadium. So we'll see, see if the 49ers can pick up a win as they go into the bye week after that Rams game. So 
You don't want to go into your bye week losing three straight. So we'll see if the Forest can even up the record next week with a victory against the Los Angeles Rams. The upset of the week um, on Sunday were the Carolina Panthers absolutely dominating Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21-3. The Panthers held the Bucks scoreless all the way into the fourth quarter. The Bucks did not get on the board with that field goal until 13 minutes and 11 seconds in the fourth quarter. That's how dominant this Panthers team was in, in, in the ball game on Sunday against Tom Brady. And this Bucks team, it's going to be a rough week if you're a Bucks fan or on that Buccaneers team, period, um, with questions you may have to answer from the media down there in Tampa, from Sports Talk Radio and all the talk shows this week. This Bucks team, they don't look right. I Like, they just don't. I don't think their defense is as good as it has been in the past few seasons. And Tom Brady, to, just watching Tom Brady this season, there's something off with Tom Brady. I don't know if it has to do with the, the offense or what's going on off the field. I don't want to get into that, but there's just something off. When I watch Tom Brady, there's just something off with him this season. Well, he was 32 of 49. 290 yards. Um, Mike Evans. Mike Evans dropped a crucial pass from Tom Brady in this ball game, where Mike Evans could have walked in to the end zone. It was a beautiful throw from TB12, and Mike Evans just dropped that ball, um, and he could have walked into the end zone for for a touchdown. But nine receptions, 96 yards for Mike Evans. You had Cade um, Otten, I think I pronounced that name right. Four receptions, 64 yards. Chris Godlin, seven receptions, 43 yards. Russell Gage, four receptions, 39 yards. But not not much from the ground. Um, Rashad White. Six carries, 24 yards. Leonard Fournette, eight carries, 19 yards. But I want to give credit where credit rightfully goes to. The Carolina Panthers, hell of a game for them. Two and five. They're obviously in a rebuild, trying to get one of those top picks, maybe that number one pick as they look hopefully for a quarterback. Long term, going into this rebuild, but PJ Walker, sixteen of twenty-two, two touchdowns, one hundred and seventy yard, seventy-seven yards. Deontay Foreman, 
15 carries, 118 yards on the ground. You got Chuba Hubbard, 9 carries, 63 yards. You got DJ Moore receiving 7 receptions, a touchdown, 69 yards. Tommy Trimble, a touchdown, 1 reception for 29 yards. But this Panthers defense really got to TB12 and the um, the Bucks today. They just, it was not even a game. It was like men against, men against boys in this game with the Panthers 21-3 to in this football game. But the the um the bucks are now 3 and 4 the packers are 3 and 4 and now the seahawks are 4 and 3 let that sink in the nfc overall folks it's not great not a great conference in the nfc but what can you say about the new york football giants they just keep on winning. The six and one, they defeat the Jags twenty three to seventeen, and they did it in the, in the second half, coming back from behind um, to beat the Jags. Daniel Jones nineteen of thirty, two hundred two yards and a touchdown. Saquon Barkley um, twenty four carries, one hundred ten yards, and Daniel Jones did it from the air and from the ground. He had 11 carries, 107 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Quarterback for athletes, folks. Darius Slayton with a touchdown, 58 yards, and three receptions. Randall Robinson, six receptions, 50 yards. But the, the, Green, the New York football giants, they do it again, coming from behind, they beat the Jags. And this is a good football team. The NFC East is the best division in the in the NFC. And you can say it's the best division in football. You got the Giants at six and one. You got the, the, the Eagles at um six and zero. Oh. They had a bye week. You got the you got the Cowboys. You could have three teams from this division make the playoffs. And just a few years ago, this was the worst division in football. The, and they, we called it the NFC least. That's not the case anymore. This is the best division in football. And the New York Giants, they are well coached. And they got... They got something going, folks. They have something special going on. If you don't believe in this Giants team, you better stop. You better start believing, because this is a good football team. Speaking of good football teams, the New York Jets—they won again. They're five and two as they beat the lowly. Denver Broncos 16 to 9 and Zach Wilson 16 at 26 121 yards. You got Priest Hall who's quickly becoming one of my favorite players to watch. 
every week. Four carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown. You got Michael Cardo, 13 carries, 29 yards. Zach Wilson doing it on the ground with four carries and 24 yards. But this football team, the Jets, they are good. And I said it before the season started that the the team that will be that will be a surprise this year would be the JETS Jets. And so far they are the the surprise team in in the NFL. And you got Braxton Berrios who chipped in with three receptions and 15 yards. You got CJ Usama. You got Denzel Mills, Mills, Mims, but Robert Solis also got this defense playing really good. There's some players on this defense. I'm a fan of Sauce, Sauce Gardner. You got DJ Reed, CJ Mosley, Jordan Whitehead, Quan Alexander. You got Q, Quentin Williams. This this is a good football team, and they if they continue to win, they could fight maybe for a wild card in the AFC. The AFC's I think it's much tougher to make the post the playoffs in the AFC than in the um NFC in the AFC. So but the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson did not play in this game and wouldn't matter. It that wouldn't matter any bit. But um this Broncos team, I don't think it's it, it's. I don't think it's a good team. Like, offensively, they have been anemic offensively since the beginning of the season. Like, is it a good team? I don't think it is. So the the Broncos are now two and five, and the I believe they're dead last. They're in the AFC West. So we'll see if Russell Wilson. Comes back um, next week. They had Brett Rippon make that start today for the men in orange there in the Mile High City. The Seattle Seahawks, another surprising score today on Sunday was the Seahawks take it to the Los Angeles Chargers 37 to twenty three, the Seahawks are now four and three. I, I don't know what to make of this Seahawks team. I, I, I'm still. I don't still don't think this is a good team, and I don't think the Chargers are all that. I still think the Chargers are a playoff team in the AFC, but it's a good win for Seattle. Geno Smith. 20 of 27, two touchdowns, an interception, 210 yards. Kenneth Walker on the on the ground, 23 carries, two touchdowns, 168 yards. He had a monster game. DJ Dallas, six carries, 35 yards. Marquise Goodwin, um, four receptions, 67 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Tyler Lock, Tyler Lockett, seven receptions for forty-five yards, but Geno Smith, 
He's having a resurgence of a career. He's been Russell Wilson's backup for the longest up there in Seattle. And he's like, he's a guy that you look up to, like you never give up. This has been a resurgence so far for Geno Smith. And we'll see if the Seahawks can continue this going forward. And they they face the Giants at home next week. So I don't think the Seahawks will win that game. But it's the NFL. You never know. Um, the, The Dolphins hold off. The Steelers in South Beach, sixteen to ten, as you know the the Steelers were making a late run there in the fourth. You got um Kenny Pickett driving that Steelers offense down the field, but the Dolphins picked off Kenny Pickett out there to seal this game in the end zone with an interception, as the Steelers are now. Two and five, and the Miami Dolphins are four and three. Mike McDaniel has beaten Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, um, Sean McDermott, and John Harbaugh as his first four wins as a NFL coach. But the Miami Dolphins four and three to start this. Season and Tua Tagovailoa was back this week from his um I guess it was from his concussion that he's had, but he was he was decent tonight on Sunday night football, twenty one of thirty five, two hundred and sixty one yards and a touchdown. Old old friend Raheem Mostert sixteen carries for seventy nine yards. You had um, Jalen Waddle, four receptions, 88 yards. Um, Tyreek Hill, former chief, seven receptions, 72 yards. And that's another thing about the Chiefs. Going back to that Chiefs 49ers game. The Chiefs moved on from Tyreek Hill, and they haven't lost a beat. That's how good that Chiefs offense is. Like, they they traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins and they haven't lost a beat. So that tells you how good that Chiefs offense is. But go back to Miami, the Miami Dolphins, four and three to start the Mike McDaniel era there in South Beach. Really good um, start for them. See if they can continue that the winning ways um, in Week Eight. The Las Vegas Raiders, after the bye week, they get back in the win column as they defeat the Houston Texans, thirty-eight to twenty, and that's that's a game that the the Raiders needed. Um, they got they started off slowly here to start the this NFL season, but that's a good win, it's a must win if if you're a Raiders fan. So you don't have to you don't have to fall too deep in a hole here in this NFL season. Another surprising game on Sunday was the Washington Commanders behind 
Taylor Heineke defeat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to say this. This Green Bay Packers team is not the same team that we've seen in the past few seasons. Aaron Rodgers, I said this last week. Aaron Rodgers, I don't believe, in my honest opinion, I don't believe he trusts his receivers. And I truly believe he does miss Devontae Adams. But Taylor Heineke, 20 of 33, 201 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Um, a solid game for Heineke. You got Curtis Samuel on the ground, five carries, 26 yards. Brian Robinson Jr., 20 carries for 73 yards. Antonio Gibson, 10 carries, 59 yards. You got Terry McLaurin with a touchdown, 73 yards and five receptions. Curtis Samuel, a, that dual threat, wide receiver, uh, running back, five receptions, 53 yards through the air. But that's a good win for that commander's team to beat the Packers as they both teams are three and four and um so the Green Bay Packers they face the Bills next week on Sunday night football and Carson Wentz was placed on IR for the Commanders so Carson Wentz won't be facing his former teams in these next few weeks in the Eagles and the Indianapolis Colts. Down in Nashville, Tennessee, the Titans, hey, they beat the Indianapolis Colts 19-10. And I don't think that Colts team's any good. So that's a good win. The Titans lead that AFC South atop that division. The Bengals, Joe Burrow is magnificent, folks. As they they got off to a hot start where they led that game 21 to nothing. They never looked back. They defeat the Falcons 35 to 17. The Bengals let out 4 and 3. The Falcons are 3 and 4. And the Ravens they they hold on and they defeat the Browns by 3. 23 to 20. The Browns are now 2 and 5. The Ravens are 4 and 3. Um Jacoby Prissett, um a, a solid game, a solid game, 200 258 yards, 22 of 27. He also had 3 carries, 18 for 18 yards. Nick Chubb with a touchdown, 99 91 yards. And 16 carries. Um, Amari Cooper, three receptions, 74 yards. David Njoku, seven receptions, 71 yards. But um, you look at the Cleveland Browns. You had Jacoby Brissett, who's, who coming into the season was supposed to be the backup to, to Deshaun Watson. But with Desha- Deshaun Watson's... 
suspension. I believe that ends. It's 11 games, so week 11. Um, so we might not see Watson until maybe week 12. You're the Cleveland Browns. You don't want to fall too much behind, especially in that AFC West, because that'd be too much of a hole to dig out of when Deshaun Watson does um, come back for that um, Cleveland Browns team. As we look ahead to the Monday night football game, you got you got the Bears and the New England Patriots, and um, the Bears two and four. The Patriots are three and three. You got um, Bailey Zappi. Can he can he do it again? Can he lead the Patriots to a to a to a win for the Patriots over Justin Fields? And the Bears. How many more primetime games are the Bears going to get? Because every time the Bears are on primetime. Whether that Sunday night football. Thursday night or Monday night football. Like. They're just. Bad to watch. Like I hope this is the last time the Bears are on primetime football. This season. I do not like watching the Bears. The Bears are not a good team. They're in the beginning of their re- rebuild. If you can get Justin Fields, I like Justin Fields. If you can get that guy, that quarterback, some weapons on offense and an offensive line to protect him, then the Bills are going to be better to watch if you're a football fan. But they're not fun to watch right now. And you look at the New New England Patriots, Bailey Zappi. Since he's come in as the quarterback, um, it was that game against Green Bay a couple of weeks where he came in for the injured um, Brian Hoyle. I've been impressed by what I've seen by Bailey Zappi. He almost um, came came from behind to beat the Packers in that game, remember. But ended up, they ended up losing. The following week, I believe they won, I I think. But I'm not positive on that. But last week, they just took it to the... um, I think they... Yeah, they... A couple weeks ago, they they just... They shut out the Lions in week five. And then, yeah... Yeah, they almost beat the Packers in week four, and then they um, they shut out the Lions in week five, and we'll see what they look like um, on Monday Night Football against the Bears, and they just dominated the Browns last week in Cleveland, and Bailey Zappi's been impressive. I it's gonna be fun to. See. It's gonna be interesting to see when Mac Jones is healthy from his. I believe it was a high ankle sprain when he left the game a, a few weeks ago. Um, I still think they'll go to Mac Jones, but if you Bill Belichick and he's a, if if the Patriots win on Monday night, he'll move past 
George Hallis and be all alone in second place for the most wins all time as a head coach. So we'll see if when Mac Jones is healthy, do they do you stick with um Bailey Zappi or do you go back to Mac Jones when he's healthy? It's a good problem to have if you're Bill Belichick as a football team. Probably a good problem to have. To have two solid quarterbacks that you can go to. So that's your week seven um, recap for Overreaction Monday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Happy Hour Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow and leave us a rating. And we'll see you in the next couple days. Thank you. Peace out.